Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts. This is Series 3, Episode 202 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us as we conclude our study this week of the Doctrine and Covenants section uh, 77 to 80 uh, part of our Come Follow Me materials for this week. And that's in July the 12th to July the 18th. And today we are going to finish with section 80. And whilst it is a very short section once again of five verses, there is a bit of context, a bit, uh, quite a lot less than yesterday's background and context, but I think there's a couple of interesting principles in here as well. So um, I hope you enjoy. Now, first of all, let's have a look at the background. This is given uh, to Stephen Burnett, and he is called to go preach the gospel uh, to Eden Smith, to every creature that cometh under the sound of his voice. If we go to uh, the background uh, in the Joseph Smith Papers analysis, uh, it says this, quote, at age 17, Burnett was ordained to the high priesthood at the October 1831 conference in Orange, Ohio. Three months later, at the 25th of January 1832 conference in Amherst, Ohio, Joseph Smith dictated a revelation appointing Burnett to travel and preach with Ruggles Eames, though it is not known if Burnett and Eames fulfilled that assignment. This 7th of March revelation appointed Burnett to travel and preach again, this time with Eden Smith. However, the two did not preach together until August 1832 because Eden Smith became sick on the 7th of March and remained ill for some time. Instead, two weeks after this revelation was dictated, Burnett began his mission with John Smith, Eden's father. Close quote. Um, this is interesting to me for a number of reasons. First of all, Burnett was age 17 when he was ordained to the high priest at a very young, uh, a very young age. And so he will have been 17 or possibly 18 by the time this revelation that we're looking at today was given. Uh, so obviously a lot of responsibility on young shoulders, but clearly he had great potential here. What's interesting as well is that he was called on two missions within the space of nine months, despite being so young. Uh, and for me, the, another interesting thing is that Eden Smith did not orig originally go to preach with him until 18, um, August 1832 because of an illness that Eden Smith had. Does this mean that the Lord didn't know that Eden Smith was going to be ill? I don't think so. Uh, there is a number of um, reasons why um, Eden Smith... Uh, may have needed to have this revelation. Uh, perhaps he needed to have the focus and the desire to overcome the illness so that to then go on, and go on and serve. Perhaps his father, John Smith, needed to learn a couple of principles uh, before Eden then took over and, con and continued and concluded the mission uh, with Stephen Burnett. Uh, there will be a number of reasons, just like we have things in life that happen to us big and, sm big and small, uh, which we perhaps do not know the reasons for right now. Um, we may find out the reasons later. We may see them as we go through that on the journey, or we might not find out the reasons why we go through certain uh, challenges in our lives until after the event or even after this life. Um, but the Lord promises us that he will make th things that are hard or difficult for us uh, okay and right for us, um, either in this life or in the next life as we receive the blessings for those difficult things. Um, he does promise and give us that peace, and I testify of that. Um, as we continue to think about this, um, I was I was thinking about Stephen Burnett uh, and his youth um, and how he had great promise here. Now, if you go to the <coughs> historical resources section uh, in the Digital Gospel Library, you've got sections linking to this Joseph Smith papers. You've got um, 
sources linking to the revelations in context and the saints book when applicable. There's also a people section, which is a biographical facts uh, part, and it refers to the people within these revelations. And Stephen Burnett is there. So if we uh, have a look at his, it's a very short entry. Uh, but there's a few more interesting things I think we need to learn about him before we move on, because this is the final section that we will meet him in. Um, it says, uh, quote, Burnett served missions to the eastern United States, including New Hampshire between 1832 and 1834, and was president of the church conference in Bath, New Hampshire, in the summer of 1833. His correspondence with the Campbellite minister was published in the church's publication, Elder's Journal, in 1837, by <clears throat> By 1838, however, he had left the church, close quote. Really disappointing to see that at the end, actually, because as it says, you know, uh, between 1832 and 1834, he, he served missions, further missions. And then in he was president of a church conference in 1833. Let's not forget that he would have been about 18, 19 years old at this stage. So very young, full of promise there. And he and he was in the church for five or so years, or more, more than five years, about seven or eight years, but, uh, well, seven years, but he did leave the church by 1838. It doesn't say why or in what circumstances, but um, it does remind us about the need to keep strong and keep building and reinforcing our testimonies, I imagine. But let's go into the actual section of section 80 now uh, and see what we have to learn from this section. So first of all, in verse three, it says, wherefore go ye and preach my gospel, whether to the north or to the south, to the west or to the, to the east or to the west. It mattereth not, for ye cannot go amiss. Now, we've heard this principle before in these sections by the Lord about it mattereth not what they do about this particular matter. They were called to serve, they were called to preach, but where they went, it didn't really matter. Um, and we see, we saw this kind of um, um, direction or this kind of direction or approach from the Lord uh, in previous sections, in particular where they were meant to be traveling or they could could travel by the Missouri River uh, and they could make decisions on whether to go on chariot, on carts or, or other matters or things or modes of transport as well. But what I like about this is that the Lord says, it mattereth not, for ye cannot go amiss. And I think that's a real key message <clears throat> that here the law did not give specific direction because either way they went, there would be success and blessings for them and for others. Uh, and the gospel would turn hearts. And I think that that was uh, a really um, interesting uh, direction. Uh, and I think it relates to things today. For example, if, when missionaries are called to serve the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, they are called to serve. They are not called to a certain area. They are assigned to labour in a certain a certain area and that's termed very specifically and i think that there has not been a more relevant time to think about that than the covid-19 pandemic missionaries have had to come to their home nation uh, to continue their service they've had to wait to go out to a particular area that they were caught, assigned to uh, because of the covid-19 pandemic and they've had to serve in their club perhaps closer to home uh, than than originally thought to begin with um and all of this, um, because the Lord has assigned them to labour in that area, not, and it's not necessarily the calling that's important. Um, the, the important thing is, is that they are called to serve and they go out and they, and they teach the gospel. Um, I mean, we, I think the, the place where missionaries serve is often a very exciting thing when they are waiting for that call. And of, and of course, it should be an exciting thing to think about where they're going to serve. People have guesses and 
um, predictions and all these kind of things. And yet, uh, and of course, the opening of the call letter is one of the most exciting moments in that your missionary's life. But yet, um, it can be exciting, it can be disappointing, but it doesn't matter really, as, it's, as the Lord says here, it mattereth not why they serve really, for they cannot go amiss if they live and try and serve as a missionary should. I mean, you can't really get much further apart than mine and my brother's calls, for example. Uh, I was called to serve at the England Leeds Mission, which is virtually the mission next door from where I am in Manchester. Um, well, it is. It's not virtually. It is. Uh, but also, uh, he he was called to serve in the uh, the Russian, you know, Yekaterinburg Russia mission. Uh, so two very different calls, and yet, now that we're both back home, it's clear to see that we both had lessons to learn in both of those areas, in those in those ways. And I think that uh, the Lord, well, he, well, I don't think he knows his children, um, and also there was changes on his mission, not not that he had to be brought early closer to home. I mean, I won't share in detail because it's his experience to share. But, you know, there are, there are changes along many of the missionaries' uh, journeys that maybe they're not expecting, especially with the pandemic. But it mattereth not, um, for they can't go amiss. And I think that's the principle. In terms of this principle, Elder David A. Bednar said this, quote, I have taught with many individuals who question the strength of their personal testimony and underestimate their spiritual capacity because they do not re- receive frequent, miraculous or strong impressions. Perhaps as we consider the experiences of Joseph in the sacred grove or or of Saul on the road to Damascus and of Alma the Elder, a younger, we come to believe something is wrong or lacking in us if we fall short in our lives of these well-known and spiritually striking examples. If you have had similar doubts, similar thoughts or doubts, please know you are quite normal. Just keep pressing forward obediently and with faith in the Saviour, and as as you do so, you cannot go amiss. Close quote. Alabednar speaks quite openly and candidly there about how Sometimes we might not receive certain things or things might not work out the way we exactly think that they should or as the other stories that we've read uh, have. But if we are faithful and obedient and do what we've been called to do, we can't go amiss. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please continue to follow the podcast on, uh, on the Facebook page and also you can email your study and your thoughts as well and I'll share some of those thoughts tomorrow. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.